Hi, I'm Vasily. This is the Daily Recall Show. And today you will learn how to solve problems like a real inventor by identifying contradictions, by intensifying them, creating a model of the problem and doing function search. Let's go. So I'll begin with a story. And the story is about crockery, right? So there's things that you eat from. And um, the crockery problem is basically that uh, in manufacturing of the crockery, this, there is a process of burning. So when you get uh, a new, like a plate, a clay plate, right, or, or you actually need to burn it for clay to become dry and for this thing to become more robust, more stable. And this burning process is actually a multi-stage process. So it takes like, or you first do the burning, then you somehow measure how, how, how well the thing is, and then you actually do the burning again. And this measurement process was exactly the problem because for measuring the quality of the burned crockery, there were humans involved. So they basically had like a conveyor where or this crockery was put after burning. And then they had women standing right or above this conveyor and taking one, say, plate and then hitting that plate with a tiny metal hammer. And then they would listen to the sound of the plate, right? And that's how they determined if it's ready and what kind of the state or the burning is at. And then they would basically sort this thing, either put it to or the second burning stage or to ready and stuff like that. So that was the problem they were, they, they were trying to solve at that manufactory. And the way they did that is basically um, <laughs> um, by automation, right? That's what logic would tell you to do. So that's what a designer approach would be to solving this problem. Or um, if you're familiar with the designer versus inventor approach, just click here and watch my video on that. But basically the designer approach is to add more stuff to the system to perform a certain function. That's what they, they did. They identified that women are hitting the thing with a hammer is basically a weak chain in this workflow and that we would have a more efficient workflow if we could have a machine like a robot arm, right? Hitting this thing with a hammer. So that's what they did. They built a robot, robotic arm or which would take a tiny hammer and then another arm would or pick up this thing and then hit or with a hammer and the sensor, the sensoric channel, the sensor would, would then listen to the sound of the plate. That's how they would identify the burning state. And that's actually a really dumb approach to solving the problem because if you think of it, like automation has actually really never produced that much of invention, right? So if you, if you come back for a couple seconds to something like a transition from sailing to steam engines, right? Are, you do not go from having a sailboat to having a steam engine powered boat by adding more sails, right? That's, that's not how you solve the problem. The way you solve the problem is by identifying the function and then are identifying what kind of technology can you build to improve the function. So their inventor approach to solving this problem would first be to identify contradictions. And contradictions come in three sizes. There are administrative contradictions, which is 
we need to like improve this process, but we have no fucking idea how. And then there are technical contradictions, which are that if we add this thing, another quality, another parameter of the system decreases. So for example, if this chair, if we build it from higher quality materials, then we make less money because we spent more money on buying this stuff, right? And then the third one is the physical contradiction, which is we need to have our a property in the system, but we cannot have A because the system doesn't work. So for example, if you were trying to invent a fan arm that works underwater, we need to have a motor, an electric motor in the fan, right, to, to make this thing work. But we cannot have an electric motor because that's that's exactly how you get a problem with electricity when it contacts with water. So those are three types of contradictions, administrative, technical, and physical. And the way you solve this problem from the, from the inventor approach standpoint is by first trying to identify the contradictions. And the technical contradiction here is that we need to like somehow improve the quality of the process, right? And the way we improve this are from women hitting the thing to like our robotic arm hitting the thing is by basically are improving the quality of the perception system, which understands our, the readiness our, through their sound of, of a hammer hitting the plate. So that's like, their, the, the contradiction is that whenever we get to improve this system, or replacing women with robots, we actually have a problem that robots are much more costly than women, like really high quality ones. So whenever we increase the quality of our arm, like, our, our system that identifies the readiness of the plate, we actually increase the price our, of manufacturing on the plate. Is, and crockery business is actually a business where nobody makes any money, meaning that there are very like tiny margins and it's not just a viable solution for them to have robots actually do this because that's not how you make money in the business. So that's, that's basically the technical contradiction. Whenever we improve the quality of this like sound recognition by replacing women with robots, we actually have this problem. And the next step you do after you identify this contradiction would be to intensify it and make it like as intense as you possibly can. So the correct question to ask would be to, okay, we need to have this process of underst understanding how, how ready a plate is, right? Or, and we need to do that at the highest like, possible level, or, but at the lowest possible price, right? So basically, ideally, we need to have a robot which is free that does the thing just perfectly, okay? And this process actually leads you to a very interesting place where you start thinking the right thoughts. So whenever you think like that, you start asking the right questions, which are, do we actually need this thing? Like, do we need to have a robot like hit this or um, hit this thing with a hammer to understand our, if it's right or not? And that's actually a, a, a really good question to ask because the next step is to create a model of the problem. And the model of the problem means to identify the components that interact here. And when you do that, you actually understand that the, pro the model of the problem is not the, uh, like the women and hammer and a plate, right? Um, and those things interacting together. The model is that we've got an object, which is a plate, and then we've got um, the environment over there, which is the heat, right? And those two things interact. So the heat, the environment, 
changes the structure of the plate, and we need to somehow identify the right place in this process of change where to stop doing that. That's the model of the problem. So this is a change problem, right? We've got an object, and then we've got an environment which somehow influences the state of that object, and we need to basically, what all we need to do is to identify when it's ready. So that's step two. First, we identified contradictions, intensified them, and then we created the model of the problem. Why this is useful? Because whenever you create a model of the problem, you can do a thing which is called function search. So what does that mean? Function search is basically when you take the model of the problem and you go across a bunch of industries and you search where this model was applied before. Right, And that's actually a really nice idea because when you go from this like automation stuff, right, having instead of having women or instead of having women hitting the thing with a hammer to having robots hitting the thing with a hammer, whenever you get to the right model of the problem, you get to understand that it's actually our, the, 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 the hammer is not the right problem to solve in the first place. The right problem is the, this object state change, right? And when you do that, you understand that uh, this was previously done in a bunch of industries and you get to look across industries and you get to find a solution almost instantly. So and a good example would be how in radio industry, how resistors are, get burned because th that's actually, th there is the same exact process. So they also burn the resistors to improve their quality and to manufacture them and they somehow determine how, how well those guys, those resistors are burned uh, the, the, their state in the change process. So if you look at that, you understand that those and those resistors are really tiny, like really tiny. And you cannot actually hit them with a the hammer, so they somehow do that differently. And whenever you do that, uh, you can just pick up the solution to the problem from a different industry. So that's a really nice way to do that. Another example would be from agriculture. So in agriculture, they collect grain from fields, right, using different machines. And there is actually the same problem. How do you determine the state of the grain? Because there is this burning process where grain interacts with the sun, right, which changes its structure. So that's the same, the exact same model of the problem. And then those guys are who, who, who take care of this in agriculture, they actually somehow determine the readiness of the grain. So you just go ahead, you go ahead and pick up the solution, and there the solution is just for the curious ones. The solution for determining the readiness of the grains is by having two different rays of light, are uh, just like focused on the thing, and then you have the bandwidth of the grain and the reflectivity of the grain, or the reflectivity and the bandwidth, the bandwidth of the light, or which is focused on the grain, and that's how you determine by arm by either I don't actually remember by either subtracting or dividing the two metrics you actually determine the readiness state. So the point is that you never ever ever should start solving the problem from the as is description of the problem, which is those guys they come and say like oh we have this women and we need to like or have better women or have more women and then you start thinking wow boy we need to have a robot no, that's not the right way to do that. The right way to do that is to identify contradictions, to create a model of the problem, and then to do function storage across a bunch of different industries. And that's how you get to identify a solution if this was previously done before, which is 
very often the case, you get to identify the, sol the solution, you get to basically pick the model and integrate it into your process. So that's how you solve problems. Please do not build our ships with, with more and more sales. Please figure out how to go to the steam engine. Thank you very much for watching. Hit the like if you liked it and see you tomorrow.